welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. everyone. Thank you so much for choosing to tune in to another episode of the Driven for Purpose podcast, where I am so inspired to bring you conscious conversations around sex, sexuality, and consciousness in general. My deepest desire with this podcast is to create a platform where people can tune in and share authentically, including myself, as well as any other guests that I bring on so that we can start to shed the light on some of the shadows that come up in the world, especially around sex and sexuality. So for those of you who have been tuning into the podcast, you may have seen there are a few episodes I have already done on de-shamifying sex and sexuality. And today I'm really excited because we have a special guest and we're actually zooming from Bali all the way to Holland. And so beautiful Tinika is here to, to dive a little bit deeper into an area that, uh, yeah, we were, we, it came up, it, it came up, we had a, an erotic prayer temple and, and this piece came up and she so beautifully and bravely spoke it into the space. And uh, then we were just having this conversation just before we jumped on and decided that this is actually something that plays out for a lot of people. Definitely the females. I know we, we were just chatting about how women talk a lot about this, but I'm sure it happens to males as well. So Tinika, welcome to the show. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for having me. Mm, feels yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, just to dive right in, I feel like mm-hmm. what we were talking about just a few minutes ago was triggers. So triggers come mm-hmm. up oftentimes in our, they come up in our relationships, they come out, especially if you're um, exploring sexuality, or even if you're just with your partner, they, triggers can come up in, especially, you know, around sexuality. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when these triggers come up and for the audience who might not be aware, like they might be, what's a trigger? A trigger is essentially any time that you feel a closing, a reaction in your body, a very easy and simple trigger can say, can be for men, let's say, um, whenever they're wanting to have sex or they're in this act of sex and um, they no longer have a hard on. Like that can be a trigger that can create a contraction. It can also be a trigger for the woman as well. I've definitely been on that end also. I mean like, oh my God, what did I do? You know, it can be any act essentially that causes a contraction in the physical or, or a mental emotional body. And mm. so Tanika and I were just talking about how um, there's often a lot of shame that comes up when one, let's say, experience a trigger. 
And Ooh. that's going to be what we choose to dive in. So Tinika, I'm curious, what is it that you want to share? Like when you're feeling into this piece and you were sharing just before that you were with some women and you guys were all kind of talking about this. So what is most awake in a life for you when it comes to the shame around our triggers? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what I find very interesting or fascinating um, that it that it shows up. Like, okay, there's a trigger. Okay, we get triggered in life. That's normal, right? We, we especially in the conscious community, we know it. Mm. Uh, but when I feel it happens... You know, everything at one moment, everything is fine. Eh? Everything is flowing. It's it's good. It's nice. And then, boom, a trigger shows up. Something contracts. Something in me reacts to maybe an old memory or the body has some old memory about something. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. a contraction. And what happens? So I react, right? I react from that, like by, by pulling away or by, by, eh, by, by saying stop or whatever, something like that, mm -hmm. which is good, right? Which mm -hmm. is good. It means mm -hmm. that I'm in charge of my body and that I take, you know, mm -hmm. responsibility for what's happening. But what I notice, that what happens in my mind and also in my heart, I feel I'm doing something wrong. I feel mm. yeah, the story shows up in myself that uh, something is wrong with me. Um, you know, oh, this is all trauma. Oh, blah, blah, blah. This is all too heavy, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm. then this whole story comes and that actually makes, can make it heavy, you know, yeah. in the connection. Because, nah, well, okay, but what, what do I say then? And what, what, what shows up then? So for me, that's just interesting to notice that that happens. And, yeah, like you said also, when I speak about this with other girlfriends, that that yeah, that they recognize it and that they also say like, oh, this happens to you too. Mm -hmm. um, and they also feel often as if it's only happening to them, you know? So I think mm -hmm. it's, it's a topic that is maybe not so commonly spoken about. And that's why I find it interesting to, yeah, to dive in a bit more and to share some, some yeah, some insights about that. Mm, I love it. I love it. Ah, oh, such a juicy topic. And yeah, mm. it's interesting because I myself, it's so beautiful that you brought into when you speak with this about women. Mm. Um, I myself end up holding space oftentimes uh, for the for the male, for my male partners, mm. whether mm. I'm connecting with them sexually and I'm in that direct experience or even oftentimes my male clients. And mm. I think it's really interesting, this aspect of shame that comes up. Um, and, and the real question that I'm interested in looking at is, okay, so say you have a trigger mm -hmm. and then oftentimes in that trigger, the shame can come up even in that, you know, you're in that mm -hmm. space, the shame comes up and then you move away from the experience. And what I think is really powerful, let's say you're the one having the trigger and mm -hmm. I'm the one connecting with you. Mm -hmm. I think the first most important thing that. I could do to mm -hmm. support you is be aware of not taking it personally, yes. right? Because that is like, because if you're having the reaction and mm. I'm, and then I get all in my head, Oh my God, I must've done something mm. wrong or this, that, and mm. the other. And then I contract. Now yeah. both of us are in two contracted spaces and there's shame playing out on both of the, both of our sides. And we're just kind of collapsing deeper versus expanding yeah. into where we can, where we actually truly, both of us want to expand into. 
Yes, true, true, true. And that's exactly what, that taking it personal, that is something, yeah, like, what is the, the way of communicating then? Eh? Because, um, yeah, I think that's a very interesting uh, question, actually. Like, what, what can I do? Like, uh, I'm the one uh, that is in the trigger. Mm-hmm. What can I do to support you? To make mm-hmm. it not personal because, yes, yes. you know, it is personal because it happens with you, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so Well, that's, that's yeah. the mind's game, right? The mind's yeah. game is always, and it's so funny because my partner and I were just playing this out in our, in our open relationship just earlier today, actually, this cool. like not taking it personal thing, not necessarily with sex. This was just an open relating, but it's the same principle, right? It's like, yeah. okay, so if you're the one having the trigger and I'm the one that that's holding the space or, or, or in the experience with you, mm. I feel like if you're aware, which, which oftentimes, especially as you mentioned, those of us who are diving into these conscious spaces, we have mm. the awareness. It's not the fact mm. that we aren't aware. It's the fact that we might not always have the tools or the space mm. to practice breaking the pattern or the habit that has yeah. been ingrained and continues to play out regardless. And that's why I honor you so much. And I really appreciate you not only for speaking your truth into the circle, but mm. also also being willing to come onto the podcast and share because you're right. I think this is a lot more common than, than people are, are speaking about. And so yeah. with someone who is aware, and so for someone who's not aware, we already kind of identified mm-hmm. what a trigger could look like. It's a contraction. Mm-hmm. It's a collapse. Like you want to stop the, the situation or the process. And that's a good thing. Let your boundaries listen to your body because mm-hmm. so often people disassociate. The second thing I feel would be really powerful, at least for me, if I'm in this experience with you, let's say you say to stop. Um, I'm going to just be aware, first of all, my instinct might be to take it personal, but then just to be aware that you, you stopping the experience is you taking care of yourself. So if I can have the conscious awareness first and foremost that like, okay, she's just taking care of herself. And then if you could have the conscious awareness and say, okay, like, so I'm feeling and I'm feeling something in my body. I'm feeling whatever it is. I'm feeling a contraction. Um, I'm feeling whatever it is. If as long as you're not frozen and you can speak into your feeling, you can you can bring my awareness to what your experience is. Therefore, I'm not focused on the story I have that's playing out between you and I, but rather you've brought my conscious awareness into what's actually happening in your physical body. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, let's just play that out for a second. Like, mm. let, so we're in this experience, you mm. have a contraction. Mm. What do you think you could tell me um, in this experience to help guide me to what's going on for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, what, what, what comes up when you speak is the word slowing down. Mm. Ah, like I feel with when there's sexual energy when when there's fire often things get quite quite fast or eh, quite 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 speedy and one of the first things that needs to happen is to slow the fuck down you know Mm. like that that we can take that I can say to you like hey let's let's pause let's let's Mm. let's relax you know let's because I feel something's happening inside me that's that's contracting and I don't want to like there's always this fear of okay then everything 
just stops you know yes, then this course. whole nice flow yes. we have just now yes. stops and i'm making it all heavy and blah blah you know that's that's the fear and that's the shame that's yes. part of the shame actually like oh i'm messing it up yeah to be able like if i could have enough space myself to you know to really breathe it in and still stay and mm. also in the pleasurable side of things but to really own that this is happening and to say hey let's slow down and mm. yeah let's breathe let's breathe and and mm, yeah i'm exploring it right now like okay what could happen then to yeah to relax in the trigger to relax actually deeper into the contraction Mm -hmm. ah, and to ask you like hey can you can you be there with me can you be there with me when i try to relax in this to see what opens up if i do if i can you know go a deep maybe a level uh, deeper inside of myself and what what yes. can what can open up here you know this is something beautiful like that. something like that this is beautiful. And, and so what came up for me when you were speaking, and, and it's so beautiful, I just had a, a, a connection with someone today. And mm. um, I, we, we just talked, you know, like this person was very clear about their desires and um, proposed an experience, which part of me, let's say my animal body was intrigued by. And then mm. there was the other more conscious part of me, let's say the animal body is the one that gets wrapped up in all the energy and all the movement, and all the eros and all the erotic yeah. energy that's moving between us. And that mm. is beautiful. And also can, can take us into a path of disconnection, even though it feels like we're super connected. Mm. What, what I think can be really powerful, if you have the self-awareness, and maybe this is your first time listening to this, pond, or the, your, the first time bringing this self-awareness, like, oh, these contractions, they happen to me, and I just let it go on, or I've never really given this part of myself a voice. If you know that this is something that comes up or has come up for you in, in previous experiences, what I would love from you, Tinika, if, like before we move any erotic energy, if we can have a sit down and you just connect with me, you know, we sit down in front of each other, we, we hold hands maybe and breathe for a little bit and really feel our nervous systems connecting and then sharing with me. I mean, I would love to hear the vulnerability from you of like, hey, like I'm really attracted to you and I, I really feel that my animal is, yeah, it's, it's sending messages, it's opening, it's feeling excited by, by the, the, the possibility of, of this connection. And I, I, I want to share a vulnerability for you and, and I, and I love your support in this. And then, you know, if I could receive that from you, of course, I'm like, yes, anything, what, how, how can I support you or, or what would you like to share? And if you were to be able to, to share with me, you know, there, there's a part of my experience in the past where, um, sometimes maybe things go, go very quickly and I can lose myself or I can uh, feel a slight contraction or whatever it is that happens for you, whatever, however you can help me understand what has happened and then share your, you know, your desire around like, I really would love to be really slow and mindful. And if at any point um, I start to feel maybe that I'm disassociating or that um, there's this contraction coming up. Um, I'd love to be able to put my hand on your heart and we can just, you know, look in each other's eyes and take a few deep breaths so I can stay in this experience with you. Because ultimately, I, you know, my fear is that um, this comes up and I either A, ignore it or B, 
um, say to slow down and it ruins the moment. And, and mm. that's the last thing that I want. And mm. if, if you could build that awareness for me, mm. it's like we're shining light on the shadow before we even go into the trenches. So mm. not to say that that won't be still a possibility of happening, but I feel like by just bringing conscious awareness to both parties, and let's mm. be honest, if the person that you're connecting with can't receive you in your vulnerability and in your tenderness in that way, mm. you probably don't want to be in that experience with them anyway. Mm, 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 yeah beautiful beautiful yeah what when you when you say that what shows up for me is um how i try to handle this what i see yeah, what i see what i do is is i try to put boundaries up mm. for example about penetration right mm. that, that is something for me that 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 is a um, yeah, that is often I feel as a boundary, like because that's the area where it where it, where I get triggered, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I try to put out a boundary, like hey, uh, penetration is my boundary, for example. Mm -hmm. But then of course in the play, uh, you move there, right? And 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 then and then it's like, how ah, do I want this? Do I don't want this? No, what the fuck? Then I get confused, right? And and confusing confusion brings confusion so so that's where things get then again uh unclear but mm. what shows up because you say this is okay it's maybe not so much about having these very clear boundaries like this is not going to happen this is this is uh, this is my, my my boundary but more about when something shows up what do i need then and that that is a safe container you build and that yeah. Yeah, like you say, like okay, can I put my, my my hand on your heart, or you know that you 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 make um, yeah a clear container about what you can do when it happens instead of trying to avoid yes. it to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's what's yeah so far not working out completely. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love your vulnerability. I love everything you're bringing into this space right now. It's absolutely beautiful and. One of the things that, you know, came up for me when I was hearing you speak into this was um, trying to set these super clear boundaries from the beginning. Although mm -hmm. for some people, it's the only way that they can like feel safe. I would invite for others, like you said, like one of them is the masculine way of like trying to logically move through. Okay, well, from my past experiences, these things have happened. So therefore I'm going to create this rigid boundary because I'm not going to allow this to happen again. And, but then you also might be blocking yourself from one of the most sweet, amazing, mm. orgasmic, divine, blissful experiences mm. you could have ever had healing experiences you could ever have. Mm. So if instead we move through more the feeling body or the feminine body and say, and be clear with our communication, um, like these are some patterns that have come up for me. This is something I'm working on. This is something I'm moving through. This is how I would really appreciate to be held in this experience. And as long as we go through slow and as long as we can be in communication, I feel that as long as I have space to feel, I mm. can continue to tune in moment by moment of if this is right for me and therefore i have the opportunity for an expansive experience rather than a, a more rigid pot because mm. you're right when you do set those boundaries and things are moving it's like shit well i said i didn't want it and then and and i think we've all been there especially it's like okay well 
you know, I'm not going to say a boundary, but I'm going to have it in my head. And then all of a sudden things get hot and then we end up sleeping together. And then the next day I feel like shit. I'm like, fuck, that's mm. not what I wanted, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And that yeah. regret and that shame is something that I feel like can be, um, sorry for anybody who's listening. I'm, I'm in Bali and the gecko is just happening to decide that he wants to make his way on the podcast. So <laughs> just for that Um, but yeah, something too that I think also has changed a lot for me um, mm. is as I'm choosing to step more into my sexual sovereignty and own my pleasure and mm-hmm. own my, 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 my sexuality, the type of people who I'm connecting to or potentially connecting to also have this level of self-awareness, integrity, communication, mm. And more, and are more energetically aware, you know, mm. and 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 that feels safe. And another thing that it just reminded me of is, I love it when a man or woman, let's say, asks permission. Mm. Like there is something so sexy to me. Like mm. if I haven't, if I haven't kissed you before, or I haven't, you know, done anything with you, and if you ask me, like. I'd love to kiss you. Like, can I kiss you? It's mm. just like, what that does for me is that like, cause uh, right. Energy might be moving. I might be excited. What that does is that gives me space mm. to feel. And it's like, maybe I do, maybe my animal does want to kiss, but now mm. that I have this space, I can be like, Oh my gosh, I really want to kiss you too. And I also am just kind of excited playing in this mystery and I kind of want to linger a little bit longer before I actually kiss you. Like, and mm. that's this, like, t- like this longer tantric engagement of the mystery. Mm. And, you know, mm. especially if I've had a, a man ask me, I remember the first time a, a man asked me if, if he could, if he could, like, I really like would love to, to, to move inside of you. Like, can mm. I do that? And I, and Mm. we're, it's hot and heavy. And had he not have asked and he just did it, I probably would have been like totally okay with it. But the Mm. fact that he asked, I was like, Mm. holy shit, you just gave me space and permission to feel. And from Mm. that place, I can choose if I'm a fuck yes or a no. And Mm. that's incredibly powerful. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it. (laughs) I I feel that in my belly when you speak about it. Yeah. Mm, nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, like if you were to think of, if we were to just, you know, brainstorm a little bit around, um, I hope this podcast and this information is, is really helpful for people who are listening. Mm. And also like, let's say there's the, still the last piece of like, okay, it happened. I'm in the aftermath. Now I feel shame. Mm. Um, what would your, in your opinion, what do you think it, having been in that experience before is, was the best way, um, that you could support yourself and, or others could support you through mm. moving out of that story of shame because of a contraction mm. or a trigger? Mm. Yeah. Well, what helped me a lot, uh, if I think back on, on situations, of course, the situation we were in together in the erotic prayer weekend, that's maybe the most powerful one to, to speak about because it, it was so clear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to, 
because when it happens, when there's all this shame and all these negative stories and all this like blah, 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 and this blaming and everything, it's difficult to, to still feel truth, right? To, to see mm. what is really going on, like what is really going on. And so what helped me a lot was to, to share with first one person and another person to to become clear about what really happened for me, right? Mm -hmm. What was my truth? What was my experience? Mm -hmm. And then after that, speaking it out in, in the whole group, like we were in a group setting there, but I had to, to really voice, to really speak up about what mm -hmm. happened without mm -hmm. blaming, without playing mm -hmm. a blame game, right? To, to say he or he, she did something. No, mm -hmm. This is my experience and this is what I, what I felt. This is what I needed in that. This is what I needed for myself. This what could have hel helped to receive from another person, you know, to, to fully own it, to fully own that experience. And yes. I think, yeah, and, and that was, of course, in a very beautiful group setting with, you know, the whole field that was there to support that. But in a smaller setting, like just in, you know, regular life, so to say, mm -hmm. For me, sharing, sharing with mostly sisters, but it doesn't matter, sisters, brothers, but yeah, like people that I feel really uh, safe with and that, that can really, yeah, hear me, that, that, that yeah. are there for me, just to share, just, just to yeah. share, to bring it in the, bring it in the space and to also claim, and that's what I did yesterday, actually, when I spoke to my, my, my friends about this, like, hey, fuck this you know i'm not gonna shame myself anymore yes, for having yes, a fucking yes, trigger yes. no way you know to also yeah. claim that to own that like no i'm not gonna do that to myself anymore next time i will do and that's uh, stuff we also uh, explored right now okay i can ask this or i can say that or you know to 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 make a new story for myself Absolutely. Oh, this is so good. And honestly, like, like everything, yes to everything you just said. And, and for those of you who, who, you know, first of all, I'd just like to say that you sharing the way that you did in that space was healing not only for you, but also healing for the other people who were in your group and anybody else who wasn't in your experience, but, but has been a part. Cause I think we've all had it. We've all been either the triggered one or the one who was on the other side think, and then we're triggered because maybe we, we thought we did something wrong. Like I, I, I think it would be interesting if somebody hasn't had some experience like that before. And so you owning it, you, and, and by owning it, not playing the victim, just owning your experience, not making it bad or wrong, um, and sharing it from that authentic space and then it, shining the light on it helped so many people. And then you're doing it again here on this podcast. And so it's so incredibly important. I feel to start talking about these experiences and these, you know, places of ourselves that are kept in the shadows because there is so much shame. And, you know, we were in a group container and, um, I know a lot of people for those of the audience who have never been to these, I will say for lack of a better term, tantric mm. temples. Um, they are when they are held in the right way with the right intention and the right integrity. And there's a very mm. big difference between a temple and a play party, even though they might be labeled, you know, <laughs> the same thing, unfortunately, like there is something so powerful about what can happen and the, the healing that can be done 
in collective spaces when you're not alone, you're not having to process this alone. You're not having to, 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 I think you even mentioned, you're like, dude, part of me just wanted to go to my trailer and just like stay there and not be in the temple in that evening. And you, and you allowed yourself to go into that space. And I remember you and I had an amazing dance and that's where we really, I feel like I felt you for the first Mm -hmm. time before I knew anything that was going on. And Mm -hmm. I think it's so incredibly important for anyone who is, um, yeah, really interested in, in exploring more of themselves and releasing, you know, some of the shame and the guilt and the trauma and the triggers yeah. that they become aware that they don't have to go through these things alone, that you don't have to sit on a couch and talk about it with therapy, that there are actually really sacred, powerful people and communities who are showing up and here to show up for for those who are there to show up for themselves and so yeah i just honor you um for showing up for yourself and the community there and now the bigger community at large because you sharing your story um it's very powerful because it you're not alone (laughs) no exactly and that was to, to to add to that like that was my big thing about the tantric places where a lot of this uh, intense energies that are have a potentially very healing eh? like the fire fire mm. has the potential uh, <laughs> the, the, the potency to 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 burn uh, to burn everything away that's not truth and you can get burned by fire yes, right it, yes, like yes. okay what 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 so what 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 is it gonna be and to have this 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 healing power and to have this um, yeah, this, this burning away everything that's not truth. We need consciousness about triggers because mm-hmm. it happens. And if we don't recognize it, if we don't take it seriously, it is re-traumatizing. It is yes. re-traumatizing. And that is something, when I say that, my, my heart really, mm. oh, I feel the sadness around that because that is also part of the story, right? And mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to, to name that, to speak about that, like, hey, that can also happen. And okay, how can we make, make as much sure as we can that we, that we play with this healing force of the fire and not the, 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 the hurting part of it. And yeah, I think um, that's, that's what I feel passionate about, to bring that into the field, to, to speak about that from own experience and to, to, to show or at least to show light on wherever I see that it happens. Yeah, to, to contribute at least a little to, to that in the collective. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is so amazing. It's so good. You know, I never know um, how the interviews are going to unra- unravel. I don't even ever really mm. often know like what we'll speak about whenever I interview people. And um, this was super on point. I feel like it was really a, a divine channel that was just moving through this space. Mm. Um, and I have no doubt that this is going to, uh, create and, and a lot of awareness for a lot of people. And, um, yeah, I, I love having you on here, the, the way that you're able to be vulnerable and open and raw and, and just have this conversation. It's really easy. It's really fluid. And I feel that this could be, you know, we could leave the door open. And if the audience members, if they, anyone here is like, oh my gosh, I really feel this. There's something else that's coming up in me. Could you talk about this? Like we welcome that. And if there's anything else as you let this kind of experience settle um, Mm. in you and there's something else that you feel really inspired to talk about, like I would love to have you on again because 
yes, this was just beautiful and amazing and easy. And I feel a lot was able to be uncovered here in the shadows of, you know, sexuality and the shame around our triggers. Yes. Thank you. And, and thank you so much for bringing so much trust and like, you're just like a horse and you're like, okay, let's ride my back and let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I jump on, you know, so you make it very easy. Amanda. And, uh, yeah, very, very much open if there comes a reaction or question or whatever invitation to, to, to go again, <laughs> take another ride. I'm, uh, I'm in, yes. Ooh, okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Everyone who is listening, again, you know how to reach out to me. Feel free to connect with me on my website. Um, Sprout and I are actually in Bali and we will be hosting some more erotic prayer temples. And so for those of you who are interested in a high vibing, high quality community group healing explosive expansion <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to check us out um the information should be on intimacyunleashed.com here soon so tinica again thank you so much and yeah i just appreciate you and and the way you're showing up it's really powerful thanks dear thank you <laughs>